the Yes campaign on the Indigenous Voice to Parliament referendum is urging Australians to think about the future. The Yes case says the establishment of an Indigenous Voice to Parliament would help fix problems like the 10-year gap in life expectancy between Indigenous and non-Indigenous Australians. Indigenous Australians also have poorer outcomes in incarceration, employment and education. Indigenous woman and Yes campaigner Jill Gallagher says Australians need not feel that they are at fault for the issues in the past that have caused these disparities. But she says Australians can help turn them around in the future by voting yes in the referendum. No Australian today should feel that they are responsible for that because you are not, but you are responsible to help us get some change. Opposition leader Peter Dutton argues that a no result would not be a rejection of the needs of Indigenous Australians. Mr Dutton and the rest of the no campaign are giving their final pitches before Australians head to the polls to have their say. The campaign has argued that the voice proposal is divisive and doesn't address the needs of First Nations peoples. Mr Dutton told Nine's Today Show that he's confident the Australian public will say no in the referendum. It hasn't been properly explained. It's divisive. It's permanent once it goes into the Constitution. And uh, I just don't think uh, uh, in their millions of Australians are going to support it. In fact, quite the opposite. And I think they're angry because the detail hasn't been provided. It won't be a message of rejection to Indigenous Australians. Quite the opposite. We want practical outcomes for people in Indigenous communities. Independent Senator Lydia Thorpe claims a failed referendum on an Indigenous voice to Parliament will be a win for the Black Sovereign Movement. Ms Thorpe has long campaigned against the Voice to Parliament proposal, calling it an insult to Indigenous Australians and a powerless advisory body that does not address systematic issues. The Black Sovereign Movement that she aligns herself with wants to skip the voice component of the Uluru Statement from the Heart and focus on a treaty between the government and First Nations peoples, as well as a focus on truth-telling. Senator Thorpe told ABC Radio she would count a no vote as a victory and does not wish for Indigenous Australians to be recognised in what she considers a racist constitution. I see that as a victory for the black sovereign movement around this country who have resisted colonisation for over 200 years. We've resisted constitutional recognition when Howard first thought of the idea with his conservative mates. So this would be an absolute victory. It'll be a beginning of a real healing journey and a truth-telling journey that this country must take before anybody makes any decisions on us without us. And we will hear more from Senator Thorpe a little later in the program as she chats to NITV Radio. And campaigners on both sides of the debate continue efforts to swing voters this week. Leading no campaigner Jacinta Price returned to Alice Springs to cast her vote, while mob in Sydney and Melbourne mobilised to show support for the Yes campaign. NITV's Emma Kellaway with this report. In Melbourne, Yes volunteers rallying behind a contingent from the First People's Assembly, eager to have their say before vote day. When we talk about closing the gap, that is not just statistics to us as First Peoples. That is our lived experiences. That is our families. That is our communities. And so we are best placed to come up with the solutions. We know our community have the solutions to the challenges we face. And all we're seeking is to be heard. In Sydney's southeast, mob mobilised to show support. 
The Minister for Indigenous Australians meeting with local elders in La Perouse to discuss how a voice would impact their community. As we see here in La Perouse, it is about better outcomes, particularly in the areas of health, housing, education and today employment. Mob here have long provided community-controlled initiatives in childcare and caring for country, but they say without a voice it's unsustainable. For too long we've continued to start a relationship, stop it, restart a relationship every time government changes, and it is tiring. Our future is not secure. A yes vote will enshrine the relationship between the Parliament and the Government of Australia and my people. Meanwhile, leading No campaigner Jacinta Price reunited with her husband in her hometown of Alice Springs to cast her vote. Before handing out pamphlets outside the voting centre in a last-ditch effort to swing locals towards voting no. I've always said that, that we should focus our efforts as to where our most marginalised exist uh, as a priority and not suggest that every single Aboriginal Australian is disadvantaged for no other reason but because of our racial heritage. Emma Kellaway, NITV News. The United States Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, says the US will do everything in its power to ensure the release of hostages held in the Gaza Strip. Mr Blinken has visited Israel in the wake of a surprise assault by Hamas militants over the weekend, which saw fighters raiding Israeli towns and killing at least 1,300 people, according to Israeli media. The militants also took dozens of hostages back to Gaza, including a number of U.S. citizens. In response, Israel has denied the 2.3 million residents of Gaza access to vital supplies such as food, water, fuel and electricity and has pounded the region with airstrikes, killing over 1,500 people, according to Gaza's health ministry. Israel says they will not allow humanitarian aid for civilians caught in the conflict until Hamas releases all hostages. Mr Blinken says the US is assisting Israel in efforts to secure the hostages. We're doing everything we can to secure the release of the hostages, working closely with our Israeli partners. Um, I brought with me to Israel our Deputy Special Representative for Hostage Affairs, Steve Gillen, who joined my meetings with the families and will stay on the ground here to support the efforts to free their loved ones. Mr Blinken also says Hamas does not represent the Palestinian people or their legitimate aspirations. He is now en route to Jordan, where he will meet the president of the Palestinian Authority, based in the West Bank, Mahmoud Abbas. This week, Sydney's Jewish community has come together to mourn the victims of a deadly attack by Hamas militants on Israeli towns in the country's south. Thousands made a show of solidarity in Sydney's east, with the event also responding to pro-Palestinian rallies around the country. 5,000 people descended upon Rodney Reserve in Dover Heights, many clutching Israeli and Australian flags, as well as signs reading, Safety is a Right and United with Israel. Two attendees spoke to SBS News about what the event means for them. Well, tonight is about showing people that there's no reason to scream horrible things about Jews because the reality is there's a lot of ignorance also. The kind of inhumanity that Hamas has shown has no place on our planet. We hope that we never see it again and that some kind of peace can ultimately be worked out. 
Eleven ancestral remains are being returned to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities across Australia after spending more than 100 years in a museum in England. Community representatives from New South Wales, Victoria, South Australia and the Torres Strait have travelled to collect the remains from Oxford, where they have been held at the University's Museum of Natural History. The ancestral remains will return to Australia this week, the second such occasion after 18 ancestors were returned last year under a repatriation agreement with the federal government. CEO of Metropolitan Local Aboriginal Land Council in Sydney, Nathan Morin, says that this is an event that many have been waiting a long time for. That awareness that our ancestors are not home and not resting is a very disturbing thing to have on your mind and in your soul. So one by one, everyone that we bring home is a relief, is a part of our healing. We can never truly heal until we know everyone should be where they belong and are resting where they were meant to rest. And that is NITV's news wrap-up of the week.